Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. You are listening to Session 55, Sacrifices Must Be Made. As our heroes bring back information to the mainland, we begin to deal with a unique problem that neither of us anticipated, but seems uniquely appropriate for a post-Blood Veil Corvosa a state-mandated public display of things going back to normal, even while we know that the danger is far from past. The content in this session is all very polite, but it's important to note that it's done in an attempt to convince people that everything is fine, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. As such, Please be aware that the views expressed by some of the characters in this session are in fact meant to evoke questions of veracity from our heroes. And both Rain and I went into these scenarios knowing that all is not well. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape and music from Philip Melvin. So now that all the danger has passed, let's relax and unwind with a totally fine episode of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to to Curse! Curse! Of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. What happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne, we put out some fires. Oh, Literal yes. Literal fires. Yes. Um, There's a lot of fire. A lot yeah. of things on fire. Things burning and <laughs> things around me burning. <laughs> and other things that are also burning. Um, and we... Yeah, so we went to Old Corvosa. Uh-huh. Uh, we heard that there were some Red Mantis assassins <laughs> doing shit in Old Corvosa. Yes. And so we decided we wanted to go and find one and take one of their bones uh-huh. because uh, an information broker called the Broker Below will help us find our dear, sweet baby Otiag Portobello if we give him the bone of a Red Mantis assassin. And we were like, Okay, sure, we can kill a Red Mantis assassin and bring back the bones, but we weren't so prepared. We weren't prepared. Amazing. Uh, We had been led by Locate Object Sawtooth Saber (laughs) to um, Giancarlo Orosini's house. And at the start of last session, we went in. You found the place doused with alchemical fire. Yes. Uh, and very quickly learned that this was some sort of trap. Yep. That the Red Mantis had set to capture whoever came here. And then they set the house on fire. They set the house on fire. Yes. We killed the Red Mantis assassins pretty handily. Unfortunately, they said <laughs> things like blood for the blood god and then dissolved into dust. Yes. Into which, a red mist. Into a red mist. Uh, rest in peace, Red Mantis Assassins. You will be missed. Ah. Um, but you know, uh, that meant that we could, we had no corpses. <laughs> we did, with some very, very lucky shadow magic, manage to get the fire put out. Damien used, uh, some, he, he used a frost enchantment on his cards to set up 
to, to put out some fires, upsetting Zalara Esmeralda yes. in the cards. So he's going to need to talk to her later and be like, shit, I'm sorry. But for now, uh, we don't have time. And Unia cast Shadow Conjuration and made two aqueous orbs that I got very lucky on rolling and they put out most of the fire. <laughs> So yes. we actually managed to stop Vencarlo Orsini's house from burning down. You did. And you discovered. And we discovered. Something. something strange. Strange. In a secret compartment a secret in compartment his closet. In his closet. Yes. <laughs> we on? found Blackjack's regalia. Apparently they're very good friends. <laughs> and Blackjack keeps his suit there for when he visits and stays the night. Yes, they're boyfriends. They're boyfriends. Then Carlo Orsini and Blackjack are clearly boyfriends. Clearly. <laughs> That's the only logical explanation. So the party is now aware that Vencarlo Orsini is Blackjack. Um, yes. Which is very fun because I believe you guessed this the moment I introduced Vencarlo Orsini. I did. In the session <laughs> I introduced him, you were like, oh, is he Blackjack? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. You introduced him, and we had a conversation with him, and then uh, we went to go get some water, and I was like, he's Blackjack, right? You were like, <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 and, and, and then one of our listeners also identified him <laughs> immediately. Props to you, Amber J. We love you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, our listener, Amber J, also immediately identified him. <laughs> And I was like, fuck, I've made this too obvious, haven't I? <laughs> Look, it's 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 not your fault. We were we spent a bunch of time going, who's Blackjack? Who's Blackjack? Uh he's famous for his sword play and his daring do. And then this guy comes in and he's like, I professionally teach sword play and daring do, and we're like, ah, it's you! I also I also have lots of ideas about democracy and and, and, and being free. And being free. And and fighting the system. We're like, ah, it's you! It's, it's you. you! It's you. Also, Cressida Croft is your commissioner, Gordon. Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, uh, the party is now aware that Giancarlo Orsini is blackjack, and also, possibly, that wherever he went undercover, he did not take his blackjack stuff with him. Uh, now, um, I, I, I just wanted to make sure that we have this on record. The stuff that you have found in the chest uh, is a cloak of elven kind. Ooh. Uh, several black masks, a dozen masterwork daggers with a stylized B engraved in their pommels. Nice. A black leather suit of plus two slick leather armor, a pair of black leather boots of elven kind, an amulet of proof against detection and location, a pair of black leather gloves of swimming and climbing with two fingers in the right hand <laughs> containing fake adjustable wooden fingers which you will note it was recently made clear to me as the gm that vencarlo is missing two fingers on his right hand yes uh, and an exquisite plus two keen myth uh, mithril rapier Ooh. Uh, and this does allow you to take on the identity of blackjack if you so choose. Mm, slick leather armor plus two is very good, but I really like my celestial armor. I'm, <laughs> I'm considering taking, you know, taking the stuff back with us uh, and kind of merging it into the yeah. equipment that Ophelia currently has. You could do that with Moran. 
<gasps> Moran can be like our Q. Yes. Moran has the ability to transfer enchantments from one thing to another. Oh, uh, yes. Which is, is, is a thing that I generally allow in my games because, you know, it, one of the things that fucking sucks sometimes is finding some really cool enchanted uh, equipment, but it's not equipment that you can use. So I do allow the transference of equipment. Nice. So it's there's two two sets of boots of Elvenkind? Uh, n- no, there is a pair of black boots ah. of, of le- uh, leather of black leather boots of elven kind okay okay there's two boots <laughs> two boots as okay. opposed to one boot i, I was i was typing everything fast <laughs> um but if you don all of this together you can take on the identity of blackjack nice uh let me just put blackjack on the claim here so that i am aware that this is all blackjack's stuff yes. all right uh and so the fires have died down yes you are all standing in Blackjack's, or er, in Vin Carlo's room. We all feel slightly more powerful all of a sudden. You feel slightly, you feel full of determination. Uh, Unia, uh, treats deadly wounds on Lenore. Uh, Excellent. Who was hurt by <laughs> the tumble wash. <laughs> yes, the tumble wash of the, of the aqueous orbs spinning and rolling around. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, what are you guys doing now? All right. Um, I guess, I guess we'll leave. Um, okay. Th- we we checked the rest of the house for other red mantises. I guess did could I did I make a knowledge religion check on red mantises? Um, I know I made a, lo- a knowledge local check. I believe, yeah, and, and yeah. I you, you did crap. a knowledge local to identify the class features mm-hmm. you could also do a knowledge religion uh now that you've like sort of seen them face to face uh-huh um and also they said blood for the blood god and stuff yeah yeah um let's have damien roll knowledge religion uh and oh you guys also got two of these nice red mantis uh oh yes we did helmets. yes we need to make one of those red mantis helmets into a um into like a firefighter's cap <laughs> for unia good lord <laughs> Unia the firefighter. Unia the firefighter. They did great. Um, So we're going to have Damien and Unia roll knowledge religion. Ophelia is not in her social identity, so she can't help. (laughs) Uh, Damien got a holy moly, an 18 on die. That's a 32. Okay, so Damien's been doing a little bit of reading. Unia got a three. So, you know, uh, you guys have dealt with, uh, you guys have had references to the Red Mantis before, and so I guess Damien's done a little bit of reading since then. So, you will know that the Red Mantis assassins, uh, from what you've learned so far, Red Mantis assassins are a religious order uh, that worships the god Achekek. Mm-hmm. Achekek is the god of assassins and the patron of the Red Mantis. Uh-huh. Uh, he takes a middle position between Callistria, the goddess of revenge, uh, if not necessarily murder, and Norgerber, the god of all murder, whether paid or not. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Achekek's status as a deity is sometimes debated, but many theologians agree that he was the first entity created by the gods to carry out their will. Wow. There is general disagreement as to who exactly is responsible for, for Achekek's creation, though it was most likely an alliance of several deities. Or, perhaps, as his own church suggests, uh, Achekek's creator might have been a deity long ago murdered by a Chekik himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's a little bit of information that you're not going to have. You will know that he was created 
to kill gods. Oh, shit. And in the intervening eons since his creation, he has become the patron of many assassins. Uh-huh. The order known as the Red Mantis is uh, a, a sect that venerates him. Uh, they regard him as he who walks in blood, or more simply, the blood god. Yeah, uh, they yeah. use his persona and tactics as a model for their behavior and organization. They have a stronghold uh, on an island somewhere off the coast of Garund. All right. South of the Eye of Abendego. Okay. So... What do you want to know Is about a Chekek actually an enormous red mantis? A Chekek, uh, in his most common depiction, is a giant mantis. His wow. symbol is two mantis limbs intertwined as if they're like... Holding each other's hands, uh, no, they they form like an N. All right, uh, with the arms uh, attaching in the center mm-hmm. uh, at the at the claws. All right, yeah, he's been around for a very long time. Wow. Okay, so this is an ancient group of assassins. Yes. Do I know anything about their dissolving into mist? I mean, obviously, right. it's helpful if an assassin is caught to not leave um, behind a body. That would be more along the lines of class features, and so that would fall under knowledge local. Okay. Um, but um, I, prob- I can't you, re-roll that. You know, no, not really. Um, you do know one of the core things of the Red Mantis assassins that this, that they're supposed to be some of the best assassins in the inner sea region. And they just got stopped by those meddling kids. And one of the one of the markers of great assassins is not getting caught. Yeah, that's that's fair. And so uh, it would it would f- it would follow that they probably have abilities to prevent them from getting caught. Yeah. It does mean that the uh, the task of getting a bone from a red mantis assassin uh-huh. is significantly more difficult. Mm-hmm. It probably means that we either have to kill them quickly enough that whatever they activate to turn themselves into mist is is not given a chance to activate, or we need to stop it somehow. Uh, and so I think I think I might need to do a little bit more research um, if if I can. Uh, I'm sure not the first people who've managed to kill Red Mantis assassins. And certainly if somebody managed to, they'd want to write about it. So, But right now, we are in a basically a gasoline-soaked house. And uh-huh. we should probably get out before people think that we're responsible for the arson. Uh, speaking, so, of, speaking of people thinking that you're responsible for the arson, uh, you will, you will <laughs> um, as you're sort of uh, tending to your wounds... Actually, roll perception. All right. Uh, Damien... Damien got a 20. Uh, Lenore, or Unia, sorry, got a uh, 20. <laughs> Ophelia got a... Oh, uh, Ophelia got a 14. Uh, Lenore got... Oh, Lenore, I'm so proud of you. Uh, so 20, 20, 14, 27. Okay. As you all are, are uh, in here, you will hear uh, the creaking of floorboards around the corner, actually quite pronounced, as if somebody's not properly stealthing up on you. Who's there? <laughs> and you hear the sound of metal metal sliding out of, uh, out of a uh, sheath. Uh, you, you're, you're, you're trespassing! I'll have you know! Hi! Hi! We're the cover of night! Uh, I know you. Hi! Um. And uh, you'll see a man come around the corner. He is a uh, nobleman who uh, seems 
to have at some point been quite well dressed, but his clothes are a bit dirty and uh, his hair is a bit disheveled now. He goes, "You, you saved me from the from the crowds during the riots." Oh my goodness, you're the guy with the ring. Yes. Yes. Uh, Armin Gelento, at your service. I understand. You all have done so much. I, I understand if you don't remember me. Uh, it's, 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 it's been, it's, it's been, it's been like nearly, it's been, over, what, has it been like two months now? Two and a half? Um, yeah. Um, we just stopped a bunch of Red Manta's assassins from burning this place you, down. So this is not the most, uh, structurally sound area. We should get out of here. Yes, we should, we should. Uh, uh, come with me. I know a safe place that we can go. Excellent. Okay, cool. Um, sense motive. <laughs> yes. Ophelia, 15. Oh gosh, it's been like three months now. 15. She's not the best at sense motive. I'll have Uni also help. Uh, oh, Uni, I got a natural 20. Uh, so that's a 30. And... Okay. Yeah, um, you're able to gather. He's He seems to be being pretty okay, earnest he's with not, you. He's not just leading us to pilts or something. You, 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 gather, you gather the act of him coming in here with his sword at the ready looking at him you're like he couldn't bear he could barely take anyone yeah this guy is not very well trained as a warrior yeah but he, 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 he came in here crowd, so. but he he came here wanting to protect Vin Carlo's house that's very nice of him good guy and he goes so he leads you out uh and down down an alley uh into uh basically it seems like the back of a, of a shop that's closed up all right Quickly fumbles with some keys, opens the door, uh, is careful to look around, uh, and and uh, after opening it, you'll find that like the interior of the building is mostly caved in. Okay. Um, but it it still seems like there's not an easy way in other than this door. Uh huh. And he'll come in and he'll lock the door behind him and he'll go. Uh, 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 so you're friends of Vencalo, then? Yeah. <sighs> Wonderful. I. I was taking lessons with him. Uh, oh, you know. Uh, yes, I can see you've you've got a bit more confidence with that sword now. Well, uh, I've been taking them for some time. Uh, it's it's a lot to learn, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, when the quarantine hit, I my flat was above this place, and one thing led to another, and uh, I I couldn't stay here. Right. And there was the rioting, and the the bridges went out, and Vincaro uh -huh. offered me a place at his academy. Um, that was to stay. Kind of him. Yes, it was very kind of him. Uh, he apparently he'd just gotten a few children out of the place yeah. that were that were waiting there, uh, and uh, so he had a bit of room. So he invited me to stay, but I came home a few days ago, and I had raised voices. He was arguing with someone. That's uh, something he had to do. Anyway, uh, how do you know Vincarlo? We've, um... He's helped us um, solve some cases, and um, also, uh, you know, his, his fencing academy is, uh, has been uh, a valuable asset to us in um, our, our dealings here in the city. Hmm. Uh, he's also a good friend of Cresta Crofts, and we've worked with her a lot. Oh, well, he, he's so, certainly a busy man. He's always leaving the house at odd hours, and... Hmm. Uh, the time he came home, his clothes were all bloody, and oh dear. He said he was just been attacked by a thief. This was just after the bridges were burned, but I don't know. With all the strange behavior and going about at odd hours of the night, I'm worried about him. Then, the, then those mantis people. Yeah. Points at one of the helmets that you guys have. They, they, 
They came after him. They... They broke into the... Academy. We saw. They burned it down. And apparently... I'm guessing they were... Looking at so the equipment that you guys are now carrying. I suppose they were responsible for the... Fire at the house as well. Yeah. Yeah, we were hoping to... At least get the body of one, but they have a... Nasty habit of dissolving. I wonder if it's... You don't think it's related to, um... No, it couldn't be. Related to what? A few days before the, uh... The... Insect people, uh, attacked. He had a house guest, and that that's who he was arguing with. Oh? Uh, are you familiar with the artist Salvatore Scream? Yes. He was here. Was he? Yes. What were they arguing about? Did you have a day here? I, I don't know. I, I didn't want to get involved. They were they were meeting behind closed doors. And, um... I don't know. Something about... Something about Salvatore knowing of someone being in danger and... Vincarlo... I don't know. He either was going to help them or he wasn't helping them enough or... I don't know what it was. Mm. Interesting. We noticed that Vincarlo's gone missing. Yes, I haven't seen him since then. We came here to see if we could talk to him. And... Have you... Well, you know, Salvatore Scream, he, he lives he lives just uh, just around the corner here, uh, over in Old Dock. Yeah, yeah. You might consider talking to him. Yeah, we could we could do that. Um... I haven't gone out that way, you know, with the... It's, with the, the, the it's so dangerous, and that you know, Pilt Swastel guy, yes. he's... He's, He's got his really something else. thugs all over the all over the streets now. Hardly safe to go out. Of course not. Luckily, here in uh, here in Fort Corvosa, the Arconas they've they've tasked their guards with keeping the peace a bit. Well, thank goodness for the Arconas. Yes. Well, I suppose money does buy some level of security. Then. Do you? Is is there? Do you have another thought you'd like to share? It seems a little bit like you're. Withholding for being for the sake of being polite, you can well, tell us. The Arconas are the most powerful family in Old Corvosa. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, most yes. of the other families live on the mainland, but you know they do a lot of good for for this place. Mm -hmm. I don't want to seem uh, in ungrateful, but there is a tendency for Arcona interests to benefit Arcona interests, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. They mostly look out for themselves, and the charity they do do is in the interest of keeping themselves on top. I don't know that I would say that, but their prestige is certainly paramount among their concerns when doing their charitable acts. Mm -hmm. And for the other families that live here, it can get difficult to uh, keep up. Ah. See, we don't have the sort. We don't all have the same sort of money that the Arconas do. And so you're all fighting to see who can help the poor people out the most. Most of us, we're, we're trying to keep our businesses alive. The, you see, the Arconas, they they control so much. The rest of us, we we can't afford to uh, spend the same amount of money on public works and things because we we're trying to hold on to our businesses. Hmm. You see, everyone always talks about how wonderful the Arconas are because they do such wonderful things. But they do it to drive the rest of us out of business. Mm. They do it because they can afford it. 
They can afford to lose a little bit of money in order to put the rest of you out of business. Yes, um, th there is a tendency for him to, for uh, the Arconas to drive the other businesses out. And then when they've mm, devalued them a bit to buy them out. And rescue the neighborhood I in come the from name a, of charity. And I come from a, one of the charitable things are uh, another wing of their enterprise. Those are things like building tenement houses and, uh, uh and, uh, feeding the poor. They do do those things. Okay. But for us, the minor nobility, it's basically a matter of time before they buy up all of our holdings. Hmm. The Delento family has long tried to hold on to our businesses. We own a number of shops in the area. But with the severing of ties to the mainland, I don't know that we have much longer either. Yeah, we're very interested in getting rid of this blockade. We don't know a whole lot about what's been going on over here, besides that Pilt Swastel has declared himself the Emperor, and lots of people died of blood veil. Yes, and with him over there in Old Dock, most of our connections here on... Andrew Isle are severed. Really, the Arconas are the only ones that can control it, what comes in and out. Oh. They still have... Do they control the ports? Well, most of the docks... The Gelanto family is one of the dock families. Mm -hmm. uh, and most of the dock families rely on docks that are on the east side, on the river. Ah. The ones here are mostly owned by the uh, Arcona family. And so, if we get rid of Pilts... Will you be able to get access to those docks on the east side again? We will have access to the docks. There is the issue of the Grey Maidens controlling traffic in and out of the port. Yeah, yeah, that's also a problem. We would have better access, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I've never been one to turn away from sticking it to the nobles. And it seems that you're in a situation that's uh, not very noble yourself, uh, at least at this point. I'm sorry about your house. Um, and, um, my, my family hopefully will recover, unless the Arconas decide that now is the time to buy up our assets. Ah, uh, well, maybe we can see what we do, we, we'll see what we can do to stop that from happening. Very well. What, what do you plan to do? Well... Stopping Pilt Swastel is at the top of our list. We tried before, and uh, he kind of got the jump on us, which mm. was embarrassing. <laughs> I I saved everyone by teleporting us away. Um, oh, teleporting. Uh, it's, you must be a very powerful wizard, then. Uh, very powerful magus, and I'm not quite good at the teleporting regularly thing yet, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, What's the difference between a wizard and a magus? <sighs> It doesn't. It's look. We can talk about it later. Uh, yes, I guess it's not so important right now. But you do magic, though. Yes, I do magic. Excellent. Most people here do magic. Um, I don't do magic. I I don't do magic very much. Um. But yeah, we're gonna. Magic kind of just happens to me. <laughs> look, sometimes I get angry and I want things to happen, and they do. I I I don't really know much more about it than that. Amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. But, yeah, um, we're going to get rid of Pilts, 
and we're gonna try to find Vincarlo. And yes, we'll see what we can do. Do, do you know where he might have gone? My 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 guess was to check out Salvatore Scream, um, but I don't know that I could get over there what with the Pilts Pilts mob uh, controlling everything in that area. You know, uh, you know, Van Carlo had some um, things that he would do at night. I I mean, he was a man of means. Uh, met, so, met, sent many men like that do have. It was nightly activities that they yes engage in. I try not to ask too many questions. It was, it was less carousing and more investigating. Oh, like I said, he helped us solve some cases. You think that's how he was injured? Could have been, um, but he's not a very young. He's not a young man. That's isn't that more of a young man's game? Um, you know, I I I hesitate to rigidly ascribe certain walks of life to people of particular ages, but I I had heard that he was looking to have a quieter life soon. Mm. And we think that he may have gotten in trouble while he was investigating something. Oh, good gods. Do you think he's safe? No. But I, I, I shouldn't keep you then. Um, you're, you're going to save him. Yes? Yes. Don't let me hold you here. Um, well, you got us away from the people who were, uh, well, we were we were worried that people were going to think that we were responsible for the arson, uh, and you got us away from them, so we're, we appreciate that. Um, do you, I, I hate to impose, but do you have a way out? Of? Here. Old Corvosa. Yes. We do, but it's really dangerous. It's very dangerous to stay here. It is. It is. Um, I don't mean to there, there are There are sewers, sewers deeper than the standard sewers that go between Andron Isle and the mainland. But there are vicious thieves. We got jumped by some. We got pretty hurt. And we're pretty tough. As as much as you've improved with your sword, I don't know if you can mm. defend yourself. Oh. I, well. I mean, I, Would you like us to take you? I would. I, I'm afraid I don't have much in the way of payment. With Vincarlo gone and my house destroyed, I... You don't have anything. I don't have anything here, no. We won't ask for any. My family has holdings, but, um... I'm afraid, uh... Those are not mine. Well, if you don't have anything, then we won't ask for anything either. We'll take you. And the rest of the party nods. I'll, I'll grab a few things, and he sort of like goes through a, a few cabinets that are down here on the lower level. Um, you gather this, this is probably like a tailor shop of some kind. Yeah. But with the collapsed ceiling, it's much of the stuff has been ruined. Uh, Damien uh, looks at Siren. So Siren's doing work for no pay now. That's an interesting change. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's clearly suffering a lot. I remember when we rescued this guy and you, like, threatened him. Yeah, that, things are different now, okay? <laughs> Amazing. 
So, uh, are you esc escorting uh, Amandolento? Yes. Back to the mainland. Yes. Okay. Um. Um. I've put you through enough. I'm not going to bother rolling a uh, random encounter <laughs> right now. Oh, but we're level nine now. I've put you through so much, though. <laughs> I, do you want me to roll a random encounter? Uh, I don't really want to protect Amandolento through an encounter. <laughs> Let's just see, out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see if anything see. happens. Let's just see. Let's see if anything happens. Let's say, you already had an encounter once. So, let's just do a 15% chance. Okay, okay. Right. So, let's just hope you don't roll, we don't roll under a 15 here. Then our cast Cheetah Sprint picks up uh, um, Gelato oh. and runs. Would you look at that? What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You, you got a 75. You guys okay. are <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's good that you guys. Uh, a little shit. It's good that you guys didn't actually roll a random encounter because on the second roll that I did there, just to fuck with you, <laughs> uh, I rolled a ninety-one. Oh my god! Which would have been, let's see, what is your danger level right now? I think you guys are under martial law. Uh, this area is under anarchy, I believe. Yeah. Danger thirty. Oh boy! Highest level of danger. Oh boy. <laughs> So it would have been something bad. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we narrowly avoid the werewolf pack uh, <laughs> filled with werewolf barbarians and werewolf rogues uh, who are all level eight. And yes. uh, <laughs> and Lenore uh, uh, picks up Avangelento and uh, <laughs> carries him away from danger in uh, her somewhere big, in the strong distance, arms. Somewhere in the distance, you, you hear the sounds of... Uh, Undead going just echoing through the sewers. That's awful. Oh, Lenore, pick me up in your big strong arms and carry me away. Oh. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and you get back to the main. We'll pop out of a sewer grate somewhere, I guess, along a Airy Street. Uh <laughs> There's a place on the corner of Airy Street. <laughs> Uh, Damien will press to digitate the uh, smell of smell sewer. of sewer off oh, of uh, Amangelento's clothing, <laughs> and then off everyone Amazing. else's. Well, Amazing. here we are, other side of the river. Uh, I don't know where you want to go from here. Um, we have heard that um, I have cousins in uh, Heights. Okay, I might bother them for a. Uh, place to stay okay do you want us here let's let's get you there um there are all sorts of patrols they're gonna be unhappy if they find us walking around after curfew mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah it is getting kind of late now i suppose um luckily ophelia's really good at stealthing right. um <laughs> you don't seem to uh, notice any encounters along the way that you can't duck all you right. do see a few uh, Grey Maiden patrols uh -huh. uh, with, like, torches out front and torchlight glimmering off their gray armor. Oh, boy! Their red-plumed helmets mm. and red capes billowing behind them. I want I want a red cape. I want one of the red capes. <laughs> Shiny boob plate on the front. <laughs> Shiny boob plate. Very important. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, you managed to get to a uh, rather impressive house uh, in the Heights 
uh, lights are all off. The there's there's a there's like a, a low gate uh, at the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalento fumbles with his keys and actually pulls out a key, uh, unlocks the gate, mm-hmm. and then goes up to the door where there is a uh, imp's head with a little brass ring in its mouth for the knocker. Mm-hmm. That's cute. and just. And and you hear the sound of chimes uh, through the house, and a candle uh, lights in one of the top rooms, and just you just hear who could that be at this ungodly hour? <laughs> <laughs> what? Think it's another one of those patrols? Uh, they disbanded those bloody physicians, didn't they? <laughs> and you just hear. He sounds pleasant. Who's there? Do you have any idea what hour it is? It's, it's your cousin, Amin. Amin? <laughs> what blazes are you doing here? Oh, and you hear the sound of locks clicking and some little magic sounds as one of the locks clicks and the door opens. So it is you. Ah, finally, finally abandoned all those silly businesses that you have up there in, uh, Indranaut. What the hell are you doing on the mainland? I mean, you're not infected, are you? We we just got our inoculations the other day. The inoculations are contagious. He's 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 been living on on Indran Isle. You know those filthy people coming out of. You know what the disease has done to those people, don't you? I hear it's changed them. And you see him looking looking Amin up and down like you still have the proper number of fingers and toes, don't you? And Amin Jolento uh, sort of like looks at you guys and is like, it hasn't done anything to me. No, I, I haven't had the disease. I've heard all sorts of things about the people from Andrew Isle. We imagine so, yes. What do you want? We rescued your kinsman here, and he's seeking shelter. I, I can't just let him in here. He could have, could have any number of diseases. Yunia comes up. I have checked him. Did you go through Bridgefront? Yes. I heard that that's where the worst of it is. I heard it started in Bridgefront. Amangelento is healthy. Who are you? I'm what? Yunia. The hero? Yes. Aren't you the one that worships the dead god? I am the hero of which you speak. What the hell are you doing associating with my cousin? He has aided us in our time of need. We are returning the favor. <laughs> don't know what aid he could be. Perhaps you lack imagination. Well, you can stay in the guest quarters. The house out next door. Here. And you see him reach up uh, on a hook next to the door. This one. I am going to have the place looked at by the Temple of Abadar to ensure that you're not spreading uh, some new blood veil or something. (sighs) Sir... Do you happen to know the name of the cure with which you were inoculated? Um, can't say that I have. It's called Siren's Cure. And? I'm Siren. Ah. I personally assure you that you have nothing to worry about in terms of blood veil. Roll, uh, diplomacy. Ooh, 33. And I suppose I guess you're the expert on the matter. 
Still, I think it's better safe than sorry. <laughs> but you could stay in the guest quarters. Well, thank you for your generosity. We'll make sure you get set up right away. Right. And, uh, and, uh, Amin will take the key and walk, uh, basically within the gate, there's like a little stone pathway that goes to the next door over. Ophelia, uh, Ophelia turns to Damien. Are much you sure smaller we, building. Are you sure we can't make a variant of Bloodville that only targets rich jerks? No, we can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> and Amagelento will be safe in his guest quarters. Yay! His cousin's guest quarters. What an asshole! Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Ophelia struggling to do her customer service voice while in her siren guides. Amazing. <laughs> I'm Siren. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it was very good. Okay, so so uh, let's head back down to our hidey hold in the Grey District because we have to talk to Cressida about some Red Mantis assassins. Okay, uh, you head down to the Grey District, uh, taking the back roads and secret passages you've yes. been told to take. And you will make it to the Dead Warrens. Yes. Uh, lined with all their old skulls and things and deeper still. Oh, hey, Barry. I call that Skullberry now. It's one of the skulls that was animated as part of a skeleton when you first came here. <laughs> I named him after that guy in, in Piltz's employ. I thought, I thought it was funny. A few clerics of Phrasma will salute and Hello. Uh, welcome you in. And then you'll come into the war room area where Cressida's sort of set up everything. There's bunks now set up in here. Um, Cressida is actually uh, sleeping at this time. Oh. Should, should we wake her up? I mean, I don't like being woken up, but we do have some important information. Um, but it also is kind of... I mean, when you're when you're coming in, uh, you'll be escorted by a guard, and the guard will go, uh, Field Marshal! We, we know she doesn't get enough sleep. No, shh! Uh, 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 what, what is... What is it? Hey, sorry oh. for interrupting your much-needed sleep. No, no, it's... Uh, it's fine. I, I had a couple hours. Oh. Uh, while you were out. Somebody get this lady some coffee. Uh, your coffee, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where's my armor? I don't do business. I don't do field martial activities until I'm in my armor. Oh. <laughs> and uh, actually, looking at her, uh, she's wearing um, just sort of like a like a loose fitting uh, like a tunic. She's in her honestly. jammies. Yeah. Uh, as like little little seal of Corvosa. Uh, <laughs> Stamped on, the, on like the breast pocket. Yes, on the That's breast adorable. pocket. And uh, and she's just like. <sighs> hey. Hi. Uh, I think you're. Yeah, the 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 guard is coming in with your armor. Yeah. Uh, we can we can leave or no no no. Do you want help putting it on? You're or? fine. And uh, guy comes in wearing uh with a guy comes in carrying this red breastplate uh that she has uh and the rest of the armor. She just slips on the breastplate. She's like, good enough. Puts it on over her jammies. Yep. <laughs> and she puts on her slippers. Aww. She comes out to the war room. 
Basically, the bunks are set up in the place where um, the people were playing uh, rat squish, and the war room is is uh, the place where they had the sturges feeding off of somebody on the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes, "All right, all right." You see that there's a map of Corvosa laid out. There's some some markers of like where different things are. So, tell me what you got, and okay. I'll tell you what I got. So we've we've done a lot of stuff today. Um, uh-huh. first off, uh, we. Um, we met up with a Zon Kuthanite priest, uh, cleric. Zon Kuthanite? Yeah, her name was Lowry. She was interested in knowing about Salvatore Scream. We did drop him off here earlier. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember when you dropped off Salvatore. You didn't say anything about it. Zon Zon Kuthanite. Yeah, they didn't let her into the uh, into the uh, the great district. Uh, the Frasmans were very yeah, adamant I about that. Um, is she from Nadal? Yeah, she's from Nadal. Uh, apparently they have some interest in making sure that this crown that Ilios is wearing gets put away. What do they know about it? It's some artifact. It's got like a piece of a blue dragon's soul in it. What? Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Apparently there was a blue dragon uh, made some deal with Zon Kuthan and then backed out of it. I don't know why I haven't heard anything about this. And then Zon Kuthan punished him by breaking his soul up into little pieces and spreading them all. This doesn't make sense. I, I'm supposed to have a list of all major threats to the city. I, I don't have any records on blue dragons. We tried to do some research ourselves. It looks like we weren't able to find anything. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's a an intentional lack of information in the city. You think somebody's about, hiding something? Yes. Well, I Yes, but who do you think is hiding something? Well, given the extent of our search and the extent of the missing information and the fact that uh, Queen Eliosa seems to have acquired this artifact, we're thinking that Eliosa has taken all of that information, at the very least took all that information for herself. Mm. Um, if not, then, you know, expunged it completely to prevent other people from knowing what was going on. That would be quite an undertaking. It looks like this artifact, this this crown, was once on Endron Isle, and that the piece of the spirit inside it was inspiring artists in hmm. the area to make art about blue dragons, destroying everything. Interesting. Um, one of one such artist was Salvatore Scream. Um, oh yes, I know Scream. Uh, yeah, he he's a uh, favorite of. Uh, Calipopolis. Yeah, he's um he's over he's he's in one of the bunk rooms I think I've now. Never been much of an art person. Yeah, well, I mean, the important thing is that once Iliosa took the crown, everybody stopped having visions, and a lot of these artists lost what they considered to be their muse, and so a lot of them uh, either didn't have the money to continue to support themselves, or they fell into despair for other art-related reasons and hmm. killed themselves. As far so, as we know, Scream's the only one left alive. So, wh- where did you find this crown? I mean, we thought it was an Ender Nile, but then Ilios has been digging stuff up from the pyramid, too. Huh. It's... I, so, I don't know. Interesting. We just... We know that she's trying to get her hands on anything that'll give her more power. Uh, we've already seen that she doesn't hesitate to work with Ergothoans. I mean, I've heard that there are things in the pyramid that are 
powerful. I mean, we don't even fully know the extent of what lies beneath it. The only person that would know that is unfortunately gone. The Seneschal? Yeah. We have some news about that, too. Do you? Um, yeah. Ophelia, uh, um, digs in one of her many, uh, pockets in her siren costume and, uh, pulls out the scrap of cloth. Lowry gave us this. It's a scrap of clothing from the Seneschal. We heard that he's still alive, or was, and that he was with the Arconas. The Arconas? Mm-hmm. Why would he go there? Beats me. We have heard that the Arconas have one of the only access, have access to some of the only ports uh, or docks yes. that aren't under control of the Grey Maidens. So maybe he's trying to escape? Maybe. He did have connections with Glorio. I don't want him to get away without us finding out what he knows. I mean, I haven't heard anything about... We've had people searching for him all over. Yeah. The bear tried to locate him with magic. Nobody's been able to find him. We thought he was dead. I mean, well, maybe it'll be easier with this scrap of cloth? Maybe, maybe. I've heard that makes crying easier. Maybe. Unia nods. Unfortunately, DeBear's out of town right now. Listen, um, if you think you have a lead on Kalapopoulos, I can't stress the importance of finding him. <laughs> I don't know how familiar you are with the way the law works here. Right now, Neolandis Kalapopoulos might be the only person that can legally remove Iliosa from power. Anything else would be an illegal action. Well. Well, we would have to... First, we would have to find him. We'd have to have him invoke his right as Seneschal to hold her within the castle. And we would have to prove that the appointment of Togemore is unlawful. Mm-hmm. And all of this starts with us finding Kalapopoulos. Yes. If we can find him, there might be hope for the city yet. Then I guess we'll prioritize that. One other thing. Hmm. We learned a little bit about what, um... About what Vencarlo might have been up to. We heard from a former noble up in Old Corvosa that he was arguing with Salvatore Scream before he went off to do whatever it was he was going to do. Yes. And we haven't heard from him since. But also, the Red Mantis assassins are after him. After Ven Carlo? Yeah. We, we went up to find the Red Mantis assassins like we asked you about. We, we searched using Locate Object for their very distinctive swords. It led us to Van Carlo's house, which was right next to the burnt-out husk of Van Carlo's fencing academy. We went into the house, discovered it was soaked through with alchemical fire, and just barely managed to keep it from burning down. Hmm. The Red Mantis assassins that were there dissolved into mist. We weren't able to get anything from them except yes, these I've, helmets. I've heard that that can happen. Um, we've been doing a bit of research. Uh, unfortunately, uh, 
Dr. Duvalis destroyed the... <sighs> Dr. Duvalis destroyed the Church of Phrasma's best documentation on the cult of Achaikik. Of course he did. He's the worst. What a, what a shame we didn't mean... We didn't get to capture him, I mean. I mean... And, uh, in, better, in better times, I would send an envoy to Magnamar to see if perhaps their colleges had something. For now, Debert is working with um, Kermaga to try and find anything that might help us here. Well, if we drop these helmets off, do you think that would help? Yes. All right. Yes, they probably would. Okay, we can uh, do that. Perhaps, uh, let me see if Bishop Debert can cast Legend Lore. Oh, but I wanted to make one of these into a firefighter hat for Unia. You wanted to what? We only need one of them. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know what are you doing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I, uh, I'm merely engaging my, uh, my artistic vision. I don't like how you're looking at me. It, it's it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Debert would have to come back here and deliver this. God, what I would give to, for Academy to open their doors. <sighs> It'll make this whole thing a lot easier. We'll... I'll send... a courier to Magnamar and see if we can get some support from there. Um, and when Debert gets back, I might have to send her back to Kermaga again. Do you think that Queen Iliosa might be collaborating with Academy? I don't know. The headmaster there is one of the five nobles on the um, the sort of little council that agrees to things like the appointment of a seneschal. Yes. And from what we heard, he was not originally interested in approving the appointment of Togamora seneschal. Yes, I heard that. I heard that. Um. He was otherwise convinced. Hmm. So maybe Academy has some sort of reason not to open their doors to us provided Iliosa keeps them apprised on whatever she finds in the uh, in the pyramid or whatever. I I wish I had more information for you. I haven't been able to talk to Toph. He's uh he's warded up Academy with everything that he can. No one can get in or out even via teleportation magic without his approval. And now he can't even say that he's doing it to keep Bloodvale out. He knows something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I don't know if he's doing it to protect himself or if he's a collaborator. But as much as I'd like to know more, the most important thing is getting Neil Landis now. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I understand that you have a lot of things that you're working on, but... This is our best chance. Mm. Yeah. I think it might be in our best interest to make sure that Andronile isn't entirely dependent on the Arconas before we go barging into their business, literally and figuratively. Yes. Gloria Arcona has proven himself at many different times to be open to negotiation. If you can persuade him to give you more information, 
Perhaps he'll do it without a fight. Mm. Maybe he'd appreciate um, some good works to improve the state of old Corvosa? Possibly. Mm. I don't know what he would want. I don't either. I haven't been able to get any word out of old Corvosa in a while now. Well, you have us. <laughs> Is there anything yeah, you want us to get? You're basically my only ears. What do you think of this Pilt Swastel? Oh, he's a mess. He's... Uh, he's... <laughs> he's really a character and I wouldn't be scared of him, except he's got a lot of powerful fighters on his side who just like to be casually cruel to people. It's So it's less... It's less Pilts and more his friends. Um, well, he is the one that enabled them. Yes, he is... Um, he seems to have some bardic abilities, um, and he has a wand. Yes, he, he has a rod of wonder. Yeah, he was a. Uh, and she she flips through some files real quick. He was a um, theater manager before. Oh right, the um, the exemplary exemplary ex 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 execrables ex execrables. Yeah, yeah. Cool the, shit. Yes, yes. Um, and people there live in fear of him. He conducts executions at little provocation. He um, has gangs wandering the streets under his control who just go and shake down people for money. And sometimes, mm. if he doesn't like the look of your face, he hangs you. Interesting. And so I, uh, well, you know, I think maybe if we get rid of Swastel, our, the Arconas will listen. Mm. Well, you're, you have the most actionable intelligence on Indran Isle. I'll let you be the judge. All right. And um, if necessary, jury and executioner. <laughs> wow. I... I appreciate your trust in us. I... Sometimes I feel like you're the only people I can trust now. We're gonna try to find Vincarlo, too. Okay. Bring him back safe. Yeah. I would appreciate that. All right. He's a good friend. Yeah. To us, too. Yeah. Maybe we can get some help from Blackjack. Have you found anything about Blackjack? We've seen... We've seen Blackjack around. I... I haven't seen him since the... Since you all went to take down the cult. Yeah, there's... Um... We've heard... It, it's... It's more of a rumor, really. Um... But there's some expectation that... Blackjack might be returning to Andrew Isle. Well, if you can enlist his help, that would be great. I haven't heard anything from him at all. We'll let you know as soon as we hear something. Okay. And I'm totally not suspicious that you brought him up just as after we're talking about Vincarlo. <laughs> Completely not suspicious at all. <laughs> You're very subtle. <laughs> Speaking of missing persons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So. So. What do you all want to do? Okay. So, we have our new spell slots, but we haven't had time to prep anything into them. So do you want to sleep? I was wondering if Unia could, instead of prepping Breath of Life, could prep scrying and try to scry on Neolantis Kalapopoulos. You could... You could certainly... Before we go to sleep. Yeah, oh, so prep it and then... Uh, yeah, prep it and cast it. So, you've never met... I've never met Neolantis Calipopolis. 
Um, so we that's... could we could have somebody give us a likeness, like mm. draw us a picture. Ah, you have just the person too. Yes. You have Salvatore Scream. Oh, uh, is is Salvatore Scream screeping? Scre- <laughs> is he sleeping? Yeah. Okay. But you could wake him up. We could wake him up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, what? What? I, what? I, what is sorry. it? Sorry. Sorry. What is it? Sorry. Um, we have a couple yes. of questions for you. Um. um what time is it? It's late. Uh, we'll, we'll let you go back to sleep right after this. Okay. Um. So we have a, so we have a couple of questions. Yes. Um, first off, can you draw us a picture of Neil Landis Calipopoulos? Oh, I have a few here. Oh. Flips through his uh, sketch pad and yes, uh, excellent. Um, also, he's a friend. Yeah, we also heard that. Um, so we rescued a guy earlier tonight, and he he was part of Orsini's fencing academy, and he oh. said that you and Vencarlo were arguing about something before Vencarlo disappeared. Oh, yes. Um, Would you be able to tell us what you were arguing about? Yes. Vincarlo, um, we've been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. He uh, came to me recently asking about the Seneschal. Mm-hmm. And um, he wanted everything that I knew, and I told him... What, what, did, uh, what did Salvatore tell you about the Seneschal? Um, he told us that uh, he knew er, uh, that the Seneschal was... Uh, going to seek the uh, seek the help of the Arconas, I think. Let me just double check that. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Um, so, um, he asked me for everything that I knew about the Seneschal. I told him that after uh, the death of the king, uh, Neolandis came to me. He was bloodied, poisoned. Uh, it was early in the morning, the day after Eadred died. I believe I told you this, didn't I? Yes, yes. Yes, And so I cared for him and nursed him back to health. Um, And he told me that, uh, Neil Landis told me that Queen Iliosa had murdered Eadred. Yeah. And tried to kill him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he told me that the less I knew, the safer I would be. And I escorted him to the Arcona Palace. Mm Mm-hmm. And when Vencarlo met with me, he was upset that I had done that. He said that... He was very angry. He said, I had no idea what I'd done. That the, that the Arconas were more criminals than nobles. Mm. I... I've never known them to be that bad. Yeah. But... Vincarlo seemed to suspect that they might have a worse fate in store for him. Mm. All right. That's not ominous at all or anything. I, based on what he was saying, I don't know that the anywhere in Corvosa would be safe for them. Yeah. Neolandis or Vincarlo. Yeah. It seems that he knows things. Mm-hmm. That both of them know things that a lot of people don't want anyone to know. Yeah. We're getting that impression, too. I think he went off to... uh investigate the Arcona Palace. Mm-hmm. Probably trying to find Neolandis. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we think that's what he did, too. And now we haven't seen him in some time. Well, maybe he was right, then. The Arconas, though, they, they've done so much for the city. Yeah. I mean, the worst we've heard from uh, um, the nobles on Andronile is that they have a habit of undercutting existing businesses so that they can take them uh, after they 
uh, start failing. Oh, I mean, everyone knows about that. And that's that's, that's you know, just business, you know? That's, that's your, your standard crappy business owner stuff. Did he imp- did he suggest that there was anything else that they were doing that was particularly bad? Maybe using some sort of uh, um, uh, oblique wordplay? I don't know. He just said that they were involved in things that I couldn't possibly understand. I, I took a bit of offense to that. I like to think I understand quite a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not the first person. Ben Carlo's done that, too, so... <laughs> You too, then. Yep. <laughs> he is sort of one of those fellows. Mm-hmm. Thinks he knows better than everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be able to find him. like to play a lot of his information close to the chest, I think. Well, when we find him, hopefully we'll be able to give him some good-natured ribbing about yeah. his, uh, his sneakiness. Very well. Um, you needed the drawing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to try to scry on the Seneschal. All right. He signs it in the corner. Excellent. It's yours. Thank you. Hey guys, guys, I got an autograph. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a while since I've been able to do an autograph signing. <laughs> oh, the people at church are gonna be so jealous. Amazing. Church of Shell. All right. So, do you want to you uh, want to scry? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right, so what does that entail doing at this point? Scrying is a fifth level cleric spell. And some subject succeeds on a will save, the spell fails, difficulty to save, blah, 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 blah. I gotta grab we a... Have, yes. You're, so you're just scrying on Neil Landis? Yes. So we've heard of the subject, which gives him a plus five. However, we have a likeness or picture, and now a possession or garment. Okay. Uh, look at him. Uh, look at this Mark Ruffalo looking motherfucker. <laughs> he does look like Mark Ruffalo though, doesn't he? He, he does. He does. <laughs> Alright, so he gets a save. Um yes, he gets a, a total of do the um do the will save modifiers stack? Like yes. if I have a likeness or picture and yes. a possession requirement? Okay, so he takes a total of minus one to his will save. The okay. DC is twenty. Okay. So, uh, how long does it take to cast Scrying? It takes an hour. Okay, so you you begin the casting of Scrying. By the time uh, that you're finishing, the sun is starting to come up. Oh. Uh, you guys are getting pretty tired at this point. Mm. Um, and you cast the spell. You see a dark fog. Oh. And you're watching for a while, and it's just this dark fog. Um, you can't hear anything. Yeah. Okay. It's just darkness. Okay. Um, is Unia able to use their eyes of darkness uh, through the sensor? Um, I believe the sensor has your uh, your abilities, right? Has your full visual acuity, including any magical effects. Okay, so... so do you want to use that? Yes. Unia is going to cast Eyes of Darkness. Um, let me see how many rounds of that they have now. Hold on. Yes. Uh, they can use it for a number of rounds per day equal to half their cleric level. Okay. So uh, they have four rounds uh, that allows you... So uh, your vision is not impaired by lighting conditions, even in absolute darkness and magic darkness. Okay. Uh, so spending uh, the ability... A round goes by, and you still only see this 
darkness, this fog. Can Unia ask questions of the people around them while they're scrying? Yeah. Uh, I would like to have Damien make a spellcraft check. Okay. Um, just to see if he... Or would it be a Knowledge Arcana check? Um, uh, to know of, of magical yeah, effects? Yeah, I think Knowledge Arcana would be the thing okay. that you're looking at here. All right. <gasps> a natural 20 for a total of 38. Uh, what actually, do we can, can Damien see what, what's being well, in the scrying? Well, Un- Unia would describe... There's just a dark fog. Even when I use my sea and darkness power, okay. I can't see through it. All right, what did you get, Damien? 38. There are abilities that block things like scrying. Ah! That would cause you to not see anything in particular. Uh, the one that comes to mind to you right now, mm-hmm. uh, because you're in one of these right now, is a mage's private sanctum. Oh. And if if he were in a mage's private sanctum, you wouldn't be able to see anything when you scry on him, even if you're successful. Okay, and this is distinctly different from not being able to scry on him because he's dead. You can see something. Okay, it's like looking at an old style television where you, where it's on where where it's on a channel. There's no static. The sky was the color, color of a of dead, a dead television. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's like there isn't static. The television is on. There's just nothing being broadcast. Yeah, what you see is dark fog. Yes, the presence darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, uh, if you're scrying into into a pool of water, basically the the pool of water just clouds with fog. All right, all like, right, like like an octopus is just inked <laughs> <laughs> all right all right he's alive but he's in a place where he can't be scried on we could use the scrap of cloth for some other spells uh i would need to i would need to do a little bit of looking um but for now it looks like the scrying has not worked we're gonna go to sleep uh okay <laughs> so you go to sleep uh you sleep well into the morning do 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 it's probably about noon when you get up Unia will prep breath of life today uh, they will also get back their shadow conjurations. I will, I will, I will prep locate object again today. It's possible we could look at this bit of cloth and go. I want to find the robe that looks like this. <laughs> um, Amazing. Seneschal's <laughs> um, uniform. Seneschal's uniform. Yes. Um, the rest of the Seneschal's uniform, I should say. <laughs> So, um, while they're prepping their spells in the morning, Damien is going to put his cards out. Hey, if you, if you want to talk, I, I'd like to hear. I'm sorry about yesterday. I, I guess I didn't realize, or that's wrong. I forgot that you're in there. I started viewing the cards as just a tool, and I forgot that... Everything that happens to those cards is something you can feel. I'm sorry and, for burning them. Um, there is... So so you don't get a manifestation of any, like, image or anything like that. But when you start talking to her, you do feel through your empathic link with the cards. Um, there is a feeling of hurt um, mixed with anger. And then as you're talking, um, it sort of cools into, you know, still hurt, but a level of understanding. And 
after you've made your apology, you do feel this feeling of forgiveness. If there's a situation where I think that a card might get really damaged beyond just, you know, sticking into somebody, I'll I'll use other cards for it. I don't want you to get hurt. You've you, been through enough. You get a sense of satisfaction from that, of appreciation for your concern. That said, we are going to uh, overthrow a despot today, so... You get... Uh, you get a uh, zealous rage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be prepared. I might ask for a major image at some point. And laughter. Thank you. Right. So you leave uh, Lenore's house. Or, or actually, you're not in Lenore's house, are no, you? No, we're you're... in the, uh, the Great District. All right. Um, you will see that uh, as you're getting out into the streets, there's a lot of, there's a lot of chatter. Um, you know, people are... It, we're now in the stage of recovery where people life seems to be getting back mostly to normal. Uh-huh. Now there are gray maiden patrols that regularly go through the city and some of them uh, are quite aggressive in their questioning of people. Mm-hmm. Um, however, people are kind of getting used to this. Okay. Yeah, I suppose people learn to cope with anything. Mm-hmm. There's um there's kind of an expectation now that this is what is required. Uh-huh. Uh, a common mantra uh, is that, you know, sacrifices must be made mm. in order to protect the security of the city. And a lot of people seem to accept this. And um, one of the things that you are seeing now is that there is, uh, as you're as you're going down like an alley or something, mm-hmm. there's a group of Grey Maidens that seem to be um, going to uh, vagabonds and uh, homeless people mm-hmm. and... Uh, Offering them uh, these envelopes marked with uh, with red, uh, like these with red seals. Oh, Ophelia and um, social identity is going to go over to one of the people who has received one of these envelopes after the Grey Maidens leave. Uh, she'll bring Damien over, who can put up detect magic. Um, <laughs> okay. Hi there. Uh, hey, hey, hello. Hi. Hey, what, what, do you, what do you want? Um, Everybody wants to talk these days. I'm Ophelia Seren. Mm. Um, I was wondering if I could see that envelope you just got? What's it to you? I'm just curious as to what the Grey Maidens are giving people. It's work. It's been a... Oh. You said there's work. There's work? Yep, work to be done. Where? Um, they said that there, there's going to be building. Building stuff work. Building stuff where? I don't know. I think... Uh, Let's see, uh, here's his fun, he, he, it's actually, he just got kind of a crumpled up piece of paper, and he's like, um, uh, says they're gonna be working in Endrin Square, Eadrid Square, Degare Circle, South Shore Square. Oh, all of yeah, the, lots uh, of, uh, all of the main gathering. Yeah, uh, they said, areas. uh, something about they need, a, they need all the hands they can get. I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Uh, I got gout. I understand. Um, is it alright if I look at that letter you got? No. They said that they said that they're all unique to people that get them. And if I want the job, I might want the job. Maybe there's something I can do. Alright. They said that there's gonna be reward for anybody that does it. A reward? Yep. Oh, what kind? I don't know. I, I suppose you get paid for it. Oh. Alright. Um, 
Uh, while Ophelia's talking, Damien would like to detect magic on the uh, um, on the letter. Uh, it's not magic. Not magic. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, before before we head off to Endernile, then I would like to go by one of the um, the nearest square, probably like. Um, uh, I, I actually, I don't know. Wh- whichever square is nearest uh, that, that um, they're talking about. So um, if you're looking for a place where that correlates with what seems to be described in this letter, uh, the closest place would be Eodred's Walk if you're coming out of the Grey District. Okay, let's go to Eodred's Walk. Um, let's see if people are gathering there. And There's, um, there's uh, about ten Grey Maidens uh, at the center of the square. Basically, you know, the, the square is a very large, very open place um it's it's got like a lot of shops around the sides uh it is home to uh these notable shops so you would get to eodred's square which on your map is actually labeled eodred's walk but eodred's walk is actually a semicircular place just to the northwest of this i need to talk to the church of abadar yeah they're really they're really letting it slip huh but it's just at the end of high bridge there's two large towers uh, and you will see that there are about ten gray maidens uh, forming like a circle in the center of the of the room, where there is uh, a man dressed in gray. Uh, he seems to be taking measurements of some kind, tracing out. Uh, you, you see that he's putting like he's like got like a mallet and like some just like um, rods that he's just staking down into the center of the square, um, basically between paving stones. Can I tell what they're doing from here, or...? It looks like the Grey Maidens are guarding it, and this one man is just doing some sort of work. Okay. Uh, it seems that he's he's outlining a circle uh, that is about... Let me see. The, he's outlining uh, a circle uh-huh. that seems to be about 20 feet in diameter in the center of the plaza. Um, I have a couple of running theories. One is that they are making uh, statues. The other is that they're making altars. Um, I'm going to uh, Ophelia, uh, still in her social identity, is uh, everyone else is going to hang back a little bit because, gosh, if the Grey Maidens don't like the cover of night. So Ophelia is going to go forward. Not not tap the gray maidens on the shoulder, but sort of do like the gestural equivalent equivalent of that that doesn't involve actually touching anybody. Just like a little wave, like a little hi. wave. Yeah, hi there. Greetings, citizen. I heard that people were being offered work here. Yes. I think that that's incredible. You know, there are so many people who don't have work right now, and as you know, in Corvosa, we often see that as them not being valuable members of society, and so I really appreciate your work in allowing these people to become valued members of society. There's no response. You just see this the, the this helmet just not moving and sort of looking in your direction. I was wondering what you're doing. And uh, there's a pause. Just a very long pause as this helmet stares at you. And then you hear... The Queen has decreed that the spirits of Corvosa must be lifted. Oh? And so, for all of those who uh, who find themselves without work, work is being offered. Okay. To create a, beauti- a beautification project. Oh! For our fair city. So what's being built here that's going to make Eodred Square more beautiful? A statue. 
commemorating the end of Blood Veil and the triumph of our illustrious queen. Oh, that's so wonderful. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, I want to try and make a perception check around them uh, to see uh, what exactly the measurements are that this guy is making behind them. So far, what you see is just, a, 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 as I said before, it's about a 20 foot in diameter circle. Okay, okay. All right, so it's it's just in the pro. Okay, so we'll have to come back later. Yeah, he's and basically see. he's basically driving uh, these rods into the ground. Basically, he's 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 boring holes in pavement and then putting and then hammering the uh, the rods into the holes. Okay. Um, being quite meticulous about it, mm-hmm. that it needs to align with the paving stones properly. You can see him taking a lot of measurements. Uh-huh. Uh He's got some chalk and he's tracing out. Uh. uh like what you gather, it, it seems that he's tracing out bricks that will surround it. Uh huh. Um, in, in like a larger circle around where the where the rods are. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, he, and he seems to be pretty well equipped. He okay. has like a lot of architects' tools and. Yeah. You know. They want whatever these things are to look nice. Um, I guess we'll come back in a couple of days and see how they're coming along. As of right now, I think that continuing to hang around will probably just draw suspicion. So, uh, Ophelia's gonna go, thank you so much! You're welcome. Have a good day now. You as well. And, uh, she'll leave. Cause no trouble. Of course not. Um, Ophelia will leave. Uh, Ophelia will disappear behind, uh, (laughs) behind, (laughs) behind a building. Uh, Into a telephone booth. And then in silhouette, you see her change costume. <laughs> and uh, Siren will come out and join the party. It looks like they're just making statues. I'm not sure what else is going on. We're going to have to come back and check later. Okay. I'm worried. I mean, uh, I feel like it's more normal at this point to be worried than to not be worried. Yeah. And so I'm just going to, I'm just going to pop down some little tokens. It's just going to be little... Stone Ilioses. <laughs> Here, tint color. <laughs> this isn't terrifying at all or anything. <laughs> and, um... Uh, actually, uh, there will be a kiosk set up in a corner. That seems to be, like, a place where people can sign up. Uh, and there, there's, like, a lot of... There's, like, a lot of uh, people who look a little down on their luck mm-hmm. signing up. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, a line that goes down the street for a little ways. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't think there's anything else we can do right now. Uh, unless the... Does the kiosk have pamphlets? Uh, yes, they do. I would love to take a pamphlet. All right. Uh, there is an artist rendition of a statue. Hold on, actually. I have... Yes. Excellent. Yes. Love pamphlets. So in it, there is uh, an artist rendition of a a beautiful statue uh, with red banners draped from it. In the in the artist rendition, they have um, they have uh, pseudo dragons nesting on on the shoulders and things, uh, and it looks quite glorious. Here, I'm going to share the art with you, actually. You can see Castle Corvosa rendered in beautiful. Actually, it, it looks it looks quite light colored in this. <laughs> it's not scary. Our castle's not scary. It's here to protect you. 
it, it's sort of uh, suggestive of there being some sort of festival going on around it. There's lots of people uh, tying down these these red draperies that are all around it. Uh, the statue itself is wearing the crown that Iliosa has now been seen in public wearing. Oh, crap. Okay, that makes sense, though. Um, and, and basically the pamphlet just talks about how uh, Corvosa has weathered terrible tragedy, and through it all, their queen has remained strong. And now that the tragedies are behind us, she has turned her attention to making the city a better place, a more beautiful place. And <laughs> with the help of her citizens... This vision can be made real. You too can do your part. Visit, and there's like a listing of the various squares to see how you can help with the construction of these monuments to the perseverance of our queen. We need to make Corvosa more beautiful. What better way to make Corvosa more beautiful than to put my beautiful self all over Corvosa? Yes. <laughs> yes, basically. All right. Um, and with that. All right. You making your way north? Making our way uptown. So the other notable thing that you will find, uh, sort of as you as you're getting close to the narrows, is silhouetted against uh, the horizon. Um, you will see surrounding the great tower, uh, there are um, a number of uh, cranes that are going up. Oh, oh. Uh, the, the great, great tower, the great being, tower being over here on the west end of the uh, the wall. Yes. Um, there are cranes. Like yeah, the great some tower sort of- uh, is. This is a two hundred and seventy foot high tower, a hundred feet in diameter. Goodness. There's a roof line diameter of a, of forty feet. Um, it is notably the great tower is the tallest freestanding building in Corvosa. Castle Corvosa is taller, but that's because it's on top of the pyramid. This is uh, more accurately the tallest freestanding tower in Corvosa. Uh, It seems that they're putting up these cranes uh, over the Great Tower. Uh, And one of the things that you will know about the Great Tower uh, from your time living in Corvosa, it was commissioned in 4684 and finished in 4688. Um, It was meant to rival the ancient ruins that surround uh, Corvosa. Yeah. And it's been used for housing the hippogriffs. Oh. Okay, so I, if I had to guess, I'd say that's probably getting converted into more Grey Maiden barracks, and also maybe that Elios is putting a statue of herself on the top or in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. All right. This isn't ominous at all or anything. I'm certain she won't start asking people to leave her offerings and worship her as a goddess. <laughs> all right. Um, do you, I mean, do you want to look at it? Oh, I, uh, yes. <laughs> Yes. You could go closer. Yes, I would like to go closer. Um, if you want. Uh, yes. So it seems that the cranes are, are, are just like being put up now. Uh-huh. Um, but from what you're gathering, um, they seem to be cordoning out places in the street near it where like workers can gather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cranes are basically rather there's like a crane at the top of the tower being put up. Okay. Uh, that seems poised to have a arm that that can reach to the edges of the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are some crane, some like some like 
pulley systems and like oh. and like cranes along the sides. Oh. Um that seem to have like platforms that can be raised up to the top and then brought back down. Oh. So they're building something on the top. Hard to say. Um <laughs> Siren goes behind uh <laughs> into, Siren goes into a telephone booth. Uh and Ophelia comes out. Goodness. Uh, Ophelia's gonna go over to the construction crew. Hi there! Uh, what you working on? Uh, demolition. Demolition? Yep, they say that the tower's unsafe and needs to come down. Oh, well, it just got built a couple decades ago. Yep, you know, you know how tall buildings are. If you don't build them right, they're gonna come crumbling down. So, uh, Queen's orders, tower has to be disassembled. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Where are the hippogriffs going to stay? I don't know. I'm just a builder. Oh, okay. Well, um, do you know if anything else is going to be put here after the demolition? Nope. Okay. Don't know nothing about that. Huh. Well, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope that you're safe. Demolition can be an awfully dangerous business. Yep. All right, have a good day now. Yep. Run back into the phone booth. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so they're destroying the tallest tower in Corvosa. In Corvosa. Yes. I was not expecting. I was not expecting that. What the fuck? Why are they doing that? Maybe that's where they're getting the um, the raw materials for making all of the. All of the statues? I don't know. I don't know. Stuff is happening, and I don't know why. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I have a lot of, like, like little crackpot theories, but nothing I can investigate right now. So, no. um, I guess... Okay. Can I, can I have Damien make a knowledge religion check? Sure. Just looking you, at the... Looking at the, looking at the pamphlet with, like, the streamers and stuff coming off, is that consistent with any sort of holiday or festival that is in Damien's uh, extremely large mental repository. Why don't you roll me uh, either actually a knowledge nobility or a knowledge history? Okay, okay. Damien will roll knowledge history. Uh, 23? Okay. Uh, I think everybody else can help if it needs to go higher. No, you're fine. Alright. Um, uh, you know, it doesn't seem... This doesn't seem uh, by its design to be inherently like religious. Okay. Um, if anything, uh, it, it bears similarity to how Queen Domina is uh, has lots of statues uh, built uh, in her uh, honor around town. Domina, widely regarded as like one of the great builders of Corvosa. Yes. Uh, Eodred II's uh, mother. Yes. Um, so two monarchs ago yes. uh, and and so the the style in the in the picture and sort of the the way that she's presiding over the city this seems like Iliosa's trying to maybe equate herself to domina in some way all right all right present herself as like bearing the legacy of domina all right okay okay so like so the construction crew said that they were told that the um, the tower was unstable. Yes. Um, I am pretty sure I would have heard something about the tower being unstable if it were actually unstable. Yeah, you, um, you haven't ever heard anything about the tower being unstable. Okay, okay. Uh, would a knowledge engineering check be uh, helpful here? Uh, yeah, looking at it, if you want to make a knowledge engineering uh, 
I mean, in order to find out if the tower is unstable, you'd probably need a bit more yeah. than just looking at it. Yeah. Uh, you'd probably have to like spend a day investigating it. And, yeah. And there's a lot of gray mains around, and yeah, it doesn't look yeah, like that would be easy. Yeah, doesn't seem like a good idea. Um, um, but if you want to do it, I mean, you could sneak in sometime if you wanted to. Yeah, maybe it's sometime later. All right, well, it does seem like they, they're going to start dropping bricks and stuff here pretty soon, so we should get out. Uh, <laughs> yes. Hmm. Okay. Lots of things happening on the mainland right now. Construction projects of all sorts beginning. Not at all concerning at all or anything. Nope. Not yep. concerning. Um. <laughs> Amazing. Fuck. All right. Well, I think we'll need to uh, wait at least a couple of days to get an idea of what exactly is going on besides things are beginning you know things are beginning is always a good thing to know but we don't know what exactly is beginning right now so we just got to keep an eye out in the meantime we have an emperor to overthrow okay Thank you for listening to this week's episode. It's so nice to know that the queen is ready to move on and that we all have absolutely nothing to worry about. To Have and to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Duxer. The Pathfinder role-playing game and the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with Paizo's community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your games, check out Sirenscape.com. This session also featured music by Philip Melvin, a partner of Michael Gelfie Studios. Our intro is The Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz. And our outro is A Dreadful Reflection. For these and other great tracks, check out Michael Gelfie's Patreon for Philip and Michael's latest work. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll, Rain is at Rain Zero, that's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, to haveandtoroll.tumblr.com. And remember, we do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see how he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email to haveandtoroll at gmail.com. Subject line, Rain's Day Job. We will be back in two weeks as we return to Old Dock for round two of our fight against Pilt's Swastle. We'll see you then. Explosive test. Peter Parker took pictures of Spider-Man. Excellent. Excellent. Who's Peter Parker? It works with the alliteration, so. Yeah. 
I'm glad somebody's taking pictures of Spider-Man. He's the guy who has the photo credits for Spider-Man. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, obviously. Photographer. Yeah, yeah, maybe he'll get a Pulitzer. Maybe he's Spider-Man's boyfriend. Oh, Peter Parker got a Pulitzer for pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> That's not the only pull he got. Pulitzer, I hardly know her. No, 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 this is not right. Ah, uh, the map is mislabeled. Ah. The map is mislabeled. <gasps> um, Aedrid's Walk is Aedrid's Square. And Aedrid's Walk is here. Huh. Yes. On it's the little circle on Aedrid Street. Okay. <laughs> Yet another instance where this map is wrong. Aedrid's Square. I've heard stories of a, a man from another place. With a with a with a Bezos with they a, call him. A, a company named after a river. Named after a river. <laughs> Bezos they call him. He's a right asshole. <laughs> you know, I I heard that the reason that this podcast isn't on Amazon is so that we can talk shit about Jeff Bezos. Really? Yes, there's That's... a term in their contract that says that if you're on the Amazon podcast service, you can't talk shit about Jeff Bezos. Well, that seems... But we never signed that agreement. Of course we didn't. Because why would we? Jeff Bezos is an asshole. He really is. Jeff Bezos is a real right asshole, isn't he? A real right asshole. And the Arconas are just like him. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how Ophelia and Siren are never, never in the, the same, same room, room at the same time? <laughs> Where is Ophelia right now? Sleeping. Sleeping. Oh, of course. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have had references to the Red Mantis before, and so I guess Damien's done a little bit of reading since then. I have. I've done so much reading. I just couldn't concentrate when my brain was full of fire. Damien, stop talking to the GM. <laughs> You can't hear me. Who's that voice? Quick, let's get him outside. I think he inhaled a lot of smoke.